Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WTOP, we've got the full forecast in minutes. Virginia schools run on millions of dollars less than they thought they'd have. We'll tell you about the calculation error that caused it and maybe getting it fixed. What have we been Googling during this first month of the new year? Google trends expert Sarah Armstrong is along in just 10 minutes. It's 10 o'clock. CBS News on the hour. I'm Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News in Chicago. An ice storm is wreaking havoc in the south. At least two deaths have been reported in Texas. There are also power outages and thousands of canceled and delayed flights. KEYE TV's Fred Cantu in Austin. Many motorists found themselves stuck on bridges they were not able to cross. Stay home. (laughs) Yeah. If you must drive, this professional trucker offers this advice. I mean, just be careful. Try to drive at least five under the speed limit, maybe 10. The first roads to freeze were the ones that were most exposed. Elevated bridges and overpasses allow cold air underneath, causing ice to form more quickly. The ice storm has prompted watches and warnings from Texas all the way up to West Virginia. One of the highest rated top talk shows on TV, Dr. Phil, is ending. CBS's Matt Piper. In his statement, CBS Media Ventures says McGraw will focus on primetime programming and plans to announce a strategic primetime partnership scheduled for an early 2024 launch. The company he says it will expand his reach and increase his impact on TV and viewers. Dr. Phil premiered in September 2002 and was an immediate hit, second in ratings only to the Oprah Winfrey Show. Matt Piper, CBS News. Family members of Tyree Nichols, along with the Reverend Al Sharpton, are speaking to reporters on the eve of Nichols' funeral in Memphis. It comes as two more Memphis police officers are disciplined and three emergency responders fired in connection with Nichols' death. CBS's Elise Preston. I've spoken with the family multiple times, and they said what was so heartbreaking about this situation, when, when they watched this video unfold, not only this beating took place of Tyree Nichols, but they were upset that so many people were on scene and they did nothing to help. As scrutiny grows for embattled U.S. Congressman George Santos, he says he's stepping back from part of his job on Capitol Hill. CBS has got McFarland. Republican George Santos says he's recusing himself from the two U.S. House committees on which he was seated, the House Small Business Committee and the House Science and Space Committee. He says he doesn't want to be a distraction and wants to focus on his constituent services in New York's 3rd District. CBS News has obtained video excerpts of former President Trump's deposition in the New York Attorney General's fraud investigation. Trump repeatedly pleaded the fifth, which is his right, refusing to answer questions about his or his company's finances. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. In the preamble to his not answering questions, Donald Trump did deliver a lengthy statement, which seemed tailor-made for his own audience to hear, his own base. And one of the things that you heard him say is the idea that anyone who didn't plead the fifth is a fool. Uh, But he also said that he sees this as a witch hunt. British actress Andrea Riseborough was keeping her Best Actress Oscar nomination. Thing is, To Leslie was a scantily seen indie movie, and the Academy is now taking a close look at the tactics used by the director and his wife to promote the movie and Riseborough. Wage growth in the U.S. slowed in the final quarter of 2022. This is CBS News. 10.03 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, January 31st, 2023. College Park at 38, but falling below freezing overnight. We are expecting snowfall between about midnight and 6 a.m. across the WTOP listening area. Not to gather so much on roadways, but certainly in grassy areas 
and on the hood of your car. Stay with your weather alert station for the latest. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. The top local stories we're following this hour. There's an arrest in the deadly shooting of Karan Blake. The 13-year-old was shot in Northeast D.C. back on January 7th after he was reportedly breaking into cars. WTOP's Nick Ionelli begins our team coverage from D.C. Police Headquarters. Detectives work tirelessly to determine all of the facts. Our investigation has been completed and an arrest has been made. D.C. Police Chief Robert County announcing that 41-year-old Jason Lewis has been arrested in connection with the shooting of Karan Blake. He's been charged with second-degree murder while armed. The shooting happened several weeks ago, so why did it take this long? We want it to be methodical. We want it to be correct and not make any assumptions. We want it to follow the evidence. He says witnesses and neighbors with surveillance video were key in moving the investigation forward. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. I'm Megan Cloherty. Karan Blake's last words before collapsing were, I'm sorry, I'm a kid, I'm a kid. That's according to documents charging Jason Lewis and his killing. Chief Robert Conti says there are inconsistencies in Lewis's story. The first shot that was fired was actually fired at someone who was sitting in a vehicle who was not an immediate threat. He says his actions violate the limitations of Lewis's concealed carry permit, which requires a shooter be in imminent danger. Where things really unravel, it was just the initial shot that kind of put the chain of events into place. Conti says Karan Blake, who was running toward the getaway vehicle, changed direction after hearing that shot and began sprinting in Lewis's direction. It's unclear if Blake saw Lewis or that he was armed until it was too late. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Lewis's attorney says he maintains his innocence. A judge ordered him held without bond until his next hearing. And WTOP's Mike Marillo this evening hears from Karan Blake's family. We want justice. Sean Long is Karan Blake's grandfather. He does, though, thank police and prosecutors for getting to an arrest in the case. He says even though his grandson may have been breaking into cars. You could go outside and do wrong, but they don't say somebody got to kill you. He believes others could have been harmed by the gunfire that night. When it comes to Lewis, Long says. His downfall, he should have never came out there with the gun. He should have never came outside. You should just call the police. Long also thanked the community for its support since the shooting. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Depending on where you live, you could wake up to a little bit of snow tomorrow. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer is telling WTOP this could be the first measurable snow we've seen so far this winter. D.C. and areas south of the city could see that snow build in after about 1 a.m. Could get a uh, pretty good coating on areas like grass, rooftops, maybe a car. So if you wake up around 6 and 8 a.m., you might still see that before the sun comes out and does its job and melts everything away. Camera says temperatures should stay above freezing, meaning major routes should stay clear of snow. He does warn about bridges and overpasses. You know they freeze first. And it's always important to keep an eye out and watch your speed anytime you're driving in inclement weather. We'll keep an eye on it throughout the night. Stay with your weather alert station for traffic and weather on the 8s. A mistake from the, the Virginia Department of Education has left its own schools with a lot less funding than they expected. The department says a state aid calculation error means K-12 schools got $200 million less than estimates. Those schools are operating on a nearly $60 million shortfall this school year. The Richmond Times-Dispatch was first to report this. It's because of a problem with spreadsheet tools that the department uses or used to calculate funding. Democrats who control the state Senate say they are expecting to find a way to make school districts whole. Coming up here after traffic and weather, football, Girl Scout cookies, jury duty, what do they all have in common? We've been looking them up on Google a lot here to start the new year. We'll talk more coming up.
1007. It's time. It's time to turn thoughts into action. This is Dave Johnson thinking about selling your home. Turn those thoughts into action by connecting with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Free seller seminar coming up Wednesday, February 1st at 630. It's online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. That's where you go to reserve your spot, JenniferYoungHomes.com, and get your questions answered and find out how you'll get your home sold quickly and for top dollar. Again, Wednesday, February 1st at 630, JenniferYoungHomes.com. Reserve your spot now. Keller Williams Realty, 703 703- one five five seven zero zero. Car prices at an all-time high. Our donors are now getting highest receipts ever. Donate at carsforkids.org, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. It's 10.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks here on WTOP. Bob Imler is in the traffic center. Well, pretty quiet around the region tonight. I believe they have set up a work zone, though, on uh, westbound 200 after 95 and getting by a single file to the right. Uh, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running without delay, and all is quiet up and down 270, Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Also running pretty much without delay. Same story on the Virginia portion of the Beltway, Route 7 at uh, uh, Carlin Springs. They're checking on the report of a crash. Things are running pretty well on 66 both ways and 395 and 95, each running without delay. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. Our cold weather pattern will continue for the next several days. There'll be a chance of some light rain and sleep before midnight. After midnight, some light snow and snow flurries will roll in from the west. Could be some light snow accumulations under an inch, mainly across the southern suburbs and mainly on the grass. Our roads are say mainly just wet, so no big travel issues. Our lows mid-20s to lower 30s. We'll turn partly sunny on Wednesday, a chilly day. Highs upper 30s to lower 40s. Chance of some light rain or snow flurries on Thursday as a strong cold front comes our way. Highs upper 30s to lower 40s. Now behind that front on Friday, partly to mostly sunny skies, windy and cold. Highs low to mid-30s. Lots of sunshine will stay cold on Saturday. The winds will be lighter. Highs mid-20s to lower 30s. Turning cloudy and warmer by Sunday. Highs in the mid to upper 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenifer. Georgetown 37 tonight. Bowie at 35 and Leesburg 34 degrees. Some suburban areas can expect to fall below freezing and even into the 20s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. About an inch of snow when all is said and done between 1 and 6 a.m. or 1 and 7 a.m. And mostly collecting in the grassy areas and on parked cars. But not so much on roadways where we are expected to remain above freezing and not have an icy roads problem. Bridges and overpasses, another story according to Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. So do stay with us here for traffic and weather on the 8th. And we'll make it through this uh, first snowfall of the year as perhaps undramatic as it will be. 10-11. We're a month into the new year, of course. When it comes to what or who we're Googling, one sport stands out above the others. We talked with Google Trends expert Sarah Armstrong about that. We know now the teams are all set for the Super Bowl. 
What were people searching by way of football? Definitely lots of interest in football this month, both on the college level and the NFL. For college, the Georgia Bulldogs beat TCU, so lots of folks were interested in that this month. And then, of course, we have the Super Bowl right around the corner. The playoffs were really fun to watch. The most searched game there was the Eagles versus the Giants, and now we know that the Eagles are taking it all the way to the Super Bowl, so we'll have to see what happens. It is also Girl Scout cookie season. Let's talk about what flavors people are searching for. Yes, Girl Scouts always start selling in January. I think that's pretty funny because it's while we're making all these healthy New Year's resolutions. They hit us with the Girl Scout cookies, but I'm a huge Thin Mints fan. That's actually the top search Girl Scout cookie across the country. This year, Raspberry Rally. We're seeing a lot of search interest there. That's their new flavor. Sounds like a Thin Mint with a raspberry filling, so probably pretty good, but Definitely lots of Girl Scout cookies being eaten right now. And on Google, finally, what odd trending news did you see? Yes, we saw jury duty spiking this month, which struck me as odd because usually that's pretty flat. But there was a ton of search interest for January. So we went ahead and looked at what happened. There was actually somebody in Georgia who skipped jury duty. And as their punishment, they had to write a 30-page essay court ordered. So it sort of sounds like a high school, college assignment when you do something wrong. But they had to do that for skipping jury duty. We looked at what's the top question people ask about jury duty, and it's how to get out of it. That is a surprise, right? Jury duty tax season. Don't hit us with all the good stuff at once if you can help it. That's Google Trends expert Sarah Armstrong. People who live and work in Old Town Alexandria are not very happy about a change to annual parade routes. In this case, it's the 100th anniversary of the George Washington Birthday Parade, and it's happening February 20th. Alexandria now reports that because of the centennial, it's going to shut down large sections of Old Town North and Old Town near the King Street, Old Town Metro Stop, the parade of Huntington Street near City Hall in the historic district. The request to move the parade was only approved a week ago. The new route was not announced until Thursday, and parade organizers are apologizing for the short notice. Quite a dramatic finish to the Capitals Blue Jackets game tonight. Maryland men's basketball. The Terps hoping they can pull off something similar tonight against Indiana. We'll check it all out in just two minutes. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. At Len the Plumber, we know that when you need a plumber, you want an expert in your home. A licensed plumber has the know-how and the expertise to solve your problem, to do it right the first time. Customers want a plumber. They don't want a guy that's going to try and sell them an HVAC system while they're looking at the water heater. All we do is plumbing, and we're good at it. Our promise of same-day service seven days a week isn't just an option. It's who we are. The only way to get a plumber today. Just call them a plumber. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 10 and 15. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals twice blew a two-goal lead against the Blue Jackets. Still got the win in Columbus in overtime, 4-3. to three. Evgeny Kuznetsov, the game winner, just 26 seconds into the extra session. So the Caps grab... Uh, Key two points in the last game before the All-Star break. Kuzi uh, uh, telling NBC Sports Washington. Yeah, that's huge. And uh, in the mental part, it's very important to, to go on for eight days break with the win. And, and you know, it will be will be pretty pretty bad emotionally if we did not get the points today. Kind of bounce back game from Toronto. And maybe not in terms of score, but, uh, you know, two points, it's two points. Yeah, it was Kuzi's first goal in 14 games, his eighth career game-winning overtime goal. He also assisted on the second of Trevor Van Riem's Dykes goals, his first multi-goal game to reach a career-high six for the season. Back home, Maryland, halfway to a win over a ranked opponent. George Wallace is live in College Park with the latest. Yeah, Rob, 22-7. Maryland outscores Indiana down the stretch of that first half. Take a 37-29 lead into the locker room as Jameer Young with 13 points for the Terrapins and uh, shooting just 4 of 15 from 3. Taking a lot, but uh, not hitting that many, but they did turn that 7-point deficit into the lead. Here's the stat of the first half, Robert. Zero turnovers for Maryland. Coaches love that. 37-29. Maryland leads second half about to begin. Ooh, they love it as much as being called by your government name on the air. Uh, VCU uh, gets a win over Davidson, 61-59, so they're back in the win column. Uh, Virginia Tech falls to Jim Laranega's Miami Hurricanes, 92-83. Uh, Nigel Pack scored all 17 of his points in the Final five minutes uh, for Miami. For the second time this year, an NFL team hiring one of its former players to be the head coach, Houston announcing D'Amico Ryans as their new leader. He's reportedly getting a six-year deal to be the sixth head coach in Texans history. In Denver, the Broncos finalizing a deal to get uh, Sean Payton in what amounts to a trade with the Saints, so they have to give up a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and make him one of the highest-paid coaches in the NFL. We'll see if that's worth it. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Now 10:17 on WTOP. Dead whales are washing up on beaches in the Northeast. A group of mayors is asking that something be done. In just the last two months, 10 massive whales have washed ashore dead along the New Jersey and New York coastlines. One just this week on Long Island. Now 12 New Jersey mayors have written to officials in Washington asking that offshore wind energy developments be put on hold until scientists can say with certainty that the offshore work is not leading to the deaths of the sea creatures. Andrea Gomez is with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The leading causes of death would be vessel strikes and fishing gear entanglement, but we're still trying to determine what other possible causes of death could be. Those wind farm companies bounce sound waves to map the sea floors. Matt Piper, CBS News. Top stories we're working on at this hour. A D.C. government worker is charged with murder after shooting 13-year-old Lake. Police say the teen pled for his life after being caught breaking into cars. Five boys at a Northern Virginia high school need medical attention. One is in critical condition after a drug overdose earlier today. We're learning about another FBI search for classified papers connected to President Biden. This one happened months ago. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. We're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, certainly is a quiet night around the region tonight. No work zones have set up on 66 in either direction. And traffic continues to run well, both inside and outside the Beltway. Everything is pretty quiet on both 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on the Maryland side. Things are looking good up and down 270 between the Beltway and Interstate 70. 